welcome back to our podcast, Ahoy McCoy. Today we will be interviewing our McCoy alumni, Alana Kondratik, who graduated in 2008. Hi Alana, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Can you start by introducing yourself and telling us what year you graduated from McCoy? Um, my name is Alana Kondratik and I graduated from McCoy High School in 2008. Do you remember what your first day of school felt, felt like? Um, well, actually, my first day of my graduating year was interesting because I had moved that summer from Red Deer. So I only spent one year at McCoy, and it was my graduating year, so I was really overwhelmed. And what was your favorite memory from being a student at McCoy? Um, probably safe grad. Could you tell us a bit more about that? I think it was like the first time for me that I felt like our whole graduating class was in one place at one time and everyone just having fun. Um, so could you tell us some about someone at McCoy that touched your heart or changed you? It could be like a teacher or a friend. Um, I had a math teacher, and all honesty, I don't really remember his name. I took, I took math thirty pure twice because I was trying to get a better mark, and I don't remember the name of the teacher. It's been so long, but I remember he believed in me that I could get a better mark, so I took the class again, and I and I and I did. So if it wasn't for him, I probably would have went the easier route and not taken pure but because he believed that I could achieve my goal, I did. Um, were you part of any productions or sports or anything when you were a student? Um, no, not in McCoy, I wasn't. I was only there that one year. So I spent just a lot of time in the library. Did you attend any like productions or sports teams? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't recall. I don't think so. And McCoy has gone through a huge modern modernization. Have you been to the school since then? I have not. I have not even been to Canada in over two and a half years now because of COVID. And I think the last time that I was actually in McCoy was my graduating year. What did you do after you graduated? Um, I took a year off to work and then I met my husband and I've just been, you know, traveling and ever since. Where have you traveled? Um, well, my husband's a professional hockey player. Um, I met him when he played for the Tigers in Medicine Hat. And we've lived in a lot of places since then. Currently we're, li we're living in Czech Republic. He's Czech. So we play in the Czech Hockey League, but we were playing in Washington for the Washington Capitals. We were in Hershey, Pennsylvania and their AHL team. We were in Hartford, Connecticut for their AHL team. Then I've lived in Russia, China, Switzerland, uh, Latvia and Bratislava. 
Slovakia. So did your time at McCoy or Medicine Hat impact or seem similar to other places you've been to? Um, yes and no, I guess, because when I came to McCoy, like I said, I was just there for the one year. So I was coming in, not being a part of like a friend group and everyone else's friend groups were already pretty concrete. So it's very similar when it comes to hockey, you come to a hockey team and some hockey players have been playing on the team for years. So there are already friend groups that are concrete in the hockey world. So that's something that's, that was quite similar actually. So what advice would you give to a grade 12 student here at McCoy? Um, well, that's so hard. Um, I would probably say do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, what someone else, someone else's opinion really doesn't matter. Like I, I, I had, I had friends who went on to become doctors and lawyers. I met my husband after high school, but I've done some pretty cool things in my life thus far and our journey's still continuing. So I, I feel like, yeah, just, just, just do what interests you and do what makes you happy. You know what? It's interesting now because I have two kids of my own. I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old. My six-year-old attends Pervnichida, which is like first grade. And his school experience is so different than my Canadian school experience. So with that, like with being with my husband, I've learned a second language, like because I have to help my son with homework. And it's just really interesting when you live different places and you see how wonderful our school system is back home. So how would you kind of compare them? Like, what are the main differences between schooling there and schooling here? Well, first of all, the Czech language is a really complicated language to learn. Like, so for instance, for the word pretty, we have pretty. She wore a pretty dress. She's wearing a pretty dress. Her dress is pretty, or he looks pretty today. It can be used in a masculine or feminine way. In Czech, there's seven different ways to say the word pretty, <laughs> depending if it's a man, woman before after is she wearing that item or is she holding that item or is she looking at so that's first of all it's it's the language that's hard but also just i want to say things are a little bit um i want to say colder but my son's changing room they don't have lockers they have like it's literally a kletza it's a cage and they go there and they, they change their stuff and they lock their book bags up after but it's the whole class that does that and the first time that I saw that, I looked at my husband and I was like, back home, we do not do it like this. <laughs> so, and just, just the teaching is different. I think it's also like the modern age of it now. Uh, we, we have like an application that we get our son's um, grades on, but it's, it's all, it's all in check. So, oh. and then they do more, you do standing and speaking like dictation, like the teacher says, and you write, and this is all for grade one. So when I have friends back home who have, not necessarily in Medicine Hat, but in the North American school system, and their kids barely have any homework, and my son has homework every single night. In the first grade? In first grade, yeah. So would you say that, like, comparing the schooling, other than the language, um, and then 
just being kind of first grade, would you say that it's more difficult in grade one for him? Or like, what is the standard higher, lower? Is there a comparison between that at all? Um, I would say that it's definitely more difficult here. Um, that being said, they graduate high school. They graduate high school, I think at age 19. So like oh. I graduated at 17, normally you graduate at 18. Here in Czech, you graduate at 19. So here, when a child is in grade nine, age 14, you choose what you want to specialize in. So that being said, if someone wants to be a baker, they would go to like a trade school. Or for, my, for instance, my husband's a hockey player. He went into like the sports field. So the schools are separated. So if I'm 14 and I want to be a lawyer at 14, you go into a special high school formed for that, which for me is crazy because I didn't know what I wanted to be when I was yeah. 18. Never mind know and choose my specialization at 14 years old. So it's, it's, I would say it's, I don't want to say it's more difficult because I, I went to school back home and I, I know how it is, but a lot is expected at a young age. Also here, university is free. So most of my friends have a degree or two. That being said, jobs are really hard to find. I have a friend right now. She has a double degree. She has a degree in agriculture and also in business. And what she makes per hour is like, I'm blown away for how little she makes for having two degrees. And being kind of that highly educated. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do they kind of specialize at 14 and then still go on to university after that and continue that specialization? Yeah. Yeah. So sure. is there an opportunity for them to take something like the high school here and be just general after 14 and still graduate at 18 or 19? Yep, there is. It's not as common though. Okay. So they So if genuinely doesn't know what they want to do at 14 years old, they can um wait and do general studies, but then that's going to put them back when it comes to university. Okay. So if they do general are they like less likely to be accepted into university or does that? So everyone pretty much gets, not everyone gets accepted. There's like different ranges of schools. Um, they have private schools, but most of the schools are public schools, which are free schooling. And I'm definitely not like an authority on this. I don't know everything just from what my friends have told me. But if you do general studies and you said you want to be a lawyer, obviously you have a lot more catching up to mm, do when yeah. it comes to those courses that are like already offered in high school you wouldn't have taken those right, right yeah so they, they kind of have to work through your program it's really interesting to kind of learn the difference between education here and there with you know having somebody who did both or at least got to kind of experience both a little bit so uh...